When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Tuesday, February 28th, the last day of February. It is the last day. Your boy is going to be walking um, 10 miles a day. So I'm looking forward to ending two to three hours of my day of walking and doing running 10 miles. Uh, If you if you don't if you're not on YouTube and you haven't seen it, I shaved my head. So if you want to see that, go over to YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button. It is just a uh, enticement for you. Uh, the many podcast listeners who have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, um, just hit the subscribe button. That's all I'm asking. Go and look at the video. Again, it's uh, February 28th. Uh, look at the video. So, uh, not a bad thing. Where are we on Spy? Uh, the algorithm still has you out. Doesn't have you back in. The MACD's looking like it's crossing up a little bit. Uh, in pre-market, we are up 0.1%. So you're still under 4,000. You're at 398 on SPY. Uh, the direction yesterday didn't give us any indication, although the afternoon was lower. The morning candle went between, it opened up at 399. The high went all the way to 401. In the afternoon, we opened up at 398. The high only went to 399. So you haven't had huge trading ranges. Um, you're talking about a 0.27% during both periods. You just don't have a lot of conviction about which direction the market's going. Uh, Just a couple of things. Uh, Kathy Woods was on CNBC yesterday. She's an economist. So her her core foundation is she's an, an economist. Whatever you think of her investment strategy, she's got a strategy. She's got a reason for that strategy. And it is a sound strategy. It's a long-term strategy. It is, hey, we're going to invest in these these uh, names that don't make money, but we're going to do it for the long term. She has been a winner. She publishes her stuff. There's been a lot of market manipulation around publicly trading the stocks that she says she buys and sells. So some of her dynamics are a little bit tougher than the normal, but she said it's time to buy. She's been on the wrong side of everything. All last year. Um, but again, she's an economist. And when you look at RK, uh, I think the algorithm has us out. We just got out with a, um, a little loss, but you're coming off a 29% win in the month of January. You basically bought in December, 20, December 30th at $30. You got out around 40, 40 bucks. Went all the way up here to about 45, 46. The algorithm plays in this middle ground, doesn't time the bottom, doesn't time the top. Got you out, got you right back in at 43. I've said, hey, under 40, I don't think it's a bad buy here, uh, 38. If we're, if we're trending towards a, another uh, bounce up, then that's good. The uh, golden cross happened on February 7th when it hit the highs around 43, 44. Uh, and we've been in a slide ever since. I wouldn't buy it until the algorithm actually tells me to buy it. But you do have a little bit of a button hook. You're under 40. 
Again, I think she's got the right strategy for the long term. I held out too long in these. Uh, you're talking, you know, I, I've ridden them all the way down. Uh, I'm going to get back in at some point. But let's go over her top five. Uh, and you can see why her, her, her stock has just been bad. Uh, this is Twilio. Twilio just got you out yesterday with a 34% gain. Uh, their earnings weren't that good. They kind of bounced up on earnings, and, and you've seen it pull back. Uh, you're probably going to pull that back to the 200-day at 57. That's kind of where I'm seeing it going. Uh, her next name is Tesla, and we'll talk about Tesla's product day. That is tomorrow. It's up almost 2% in pre-market. Uh, Tesla, you're still in this 119 buy. So 119 on December 29th, we haven't gotten out. It's still above the nine day. You still have confirmation. Your, your MACD looks like it's starting to cross up again. So is it a good time to buy Tesla? I think anything long-term is a good time to buy Tesla. Short-term, eh, might be better trades out there. Zoom Video is the next one. They reported yesterday and they had a crazy good earnings report. They made $1.22 per share. Uh, this one is up 5% to $77. I think it was around $80 in pre-market. Uh, you're seeing the golden cross. It's happening. Zoom Video. She made a really good point about Zoom Video. Uh, and Kathy Wood says uh, it's one of her conviction buys. Again, one of the top five. Uh, she thinks, even though my opinion is that Teams uh, thrown into the Microsoft ecosystem is going to absolutely 100% blow away Zoom. She brought up a good point. There's room for both. Uh, and she says a lot of, and, and I do know this, a lot of large um, companies actually have Teams and Zoom. They allow their teams to use one or the other because sometimes one doesn't work. And she's like, hey, you don't want to pin a vital video conference on just one platform. So you might need to. I don't know that there's another competitor out there. I don't know which one people use more. Zoom is kind of pricey, but she did bring up that it was a Salesforce-like model. Uh, since Salesforce doesn't necessarily have video component, she said, hey, uh, maybe we want to do that. But it does have the golden cross. Her next conviction by Coinbase, which is interesting. Uh, this one, uh, it was announced this morning, Visa and MasterCard will put their crypto uh, plans on hold and still, until the market is a little more, more stable. Uh, Coinbase is up 1%. Uh, crypto has kind of crashed. You know, you hit 87 over here. Uh, it's cra crashed down to 58. This is probably one that you could get into when the algorithm tells you. Again, this one, uh, the algorithm got you out with a 57% gain in January. Um, so... Boy, I got to sneeze. But uh, yeah, February 3rd, since February 3rd, we've been sliding down. The actual Golden Cross happened uh, on February 8th, uh, and the MACD's just been sliding down. I would not buy it right now, but it is one of her plays. One that I have in our core portfolio uh, that is down in pre-market is Roblox. And she brought up some really good points on Roblox. This is where creators in the metaverse are making money. Uh, Facebook is now focusing on AI. They have kind of gotten out of the metaverse. Roblox is actually making it work. So kind of interesting. Um, I was doing a little bit of research yesterday on buybacks. 
And um, buybacks is an interesting one because if, if you read anything about the news yesterday, Warren Buffett basically called out the administration and said buybacks are not a problem. Anybody who says that buybacks are a problem is financially illiterate. Uh, it's true to a certain extent. Every debate that I saw on it, every debate that I read on it was completely right. It's political saber tooth rattling. Uh, it is basically just, hey, we're going to rattle the saber because uh, a lot of people think this, but they're not actually going to do anything about it. Buybacks don't do anything. If you want a, a buyback, you know, if you think that buybacks are really, really good and oh my God, uh, it is the next, uh, you know, the greatest thing ever. There is an ETF, PKW, uh, Peak Killer Whale. <laughs> um, PKW, it's an ETF for buybacks. Go and buy that one. So if you think that buybacks are the problem, this should be your number one investment. Uh, I particularly don't think that buybacks are a problem. I think buybacks are a form of financial engineering. I think anybody that you look at over the history, um, you know, in doing my research, it looked like it was a um, uh, pretty good tool. Uh, I know that I have, I have friends who are CEOs and CFOs, and they like it. But PKW is the one that I found. Uh, I was looking at Motley Fool. Uh, my father has a subscription to Motley Fool. And there was an energy stock that was in uh, there, the last 30 days. I looked at, and if you're looking at the screen, this is uh, Motley Fool's the last, in the last month. These are the ones that they've recommended. I will look at Under Armour because our favorite groundskeeper, Bill Murray, um, wanted me to look at Under Armour, but that's in this list too. One that I found is VTS, Vites, Vites Energy. Uh, I was doing a little bit of research on it. It's got a PE of four. Its dividend is 11, 11.12%. Uh, and they are basically announcing a dividend. Um, and I think I put it in here. 50 cent dividend. Uh, X dividend date is March 15th. So you've got time to get a, a $17 stock with a 50 cent dividend uh, on uh, March 15th. It's a new energy stock. It doesn't have a 200 day. It's only got this 50 day. It's got the nine day and the 21. It's above the nine day. So it does have confirmation. Uh, it does not have enough uh, candles for me to run my algorithm on it. So it doesn't have a good entry point for me. But my understanding from from Motley Fool and looking at it, I think seventeen fifty anywhere between you know seventeen and seventeen fifty would be a good starting point for you to get into right now. Uh, I like it. I looked at it. I don't know much about it, but that fifty cent dividend kind of does pique my interest. Um, so Goldman yesterday raised their guidance on Shell S H E L, and we'll go in and look at Shell. Uh, S-H-E-L. Um, this is one with a PE of five. Again, it's an energy name with a dividend of 4.17. You can see the upgrade from Goldman, $85 price target. It's trading at 61. Uh, as far as the algorithm goes, you're out with a 1% gain um, here in the month of February, which is crazy for uh, en any energy name. Uh, you're, you've passed your ex-dividend date. You're up 0.62. You're at about 61. Um, I'd like to see if you're going to buy this one. I'd like to see you buy it under 60. And I think you might have a chance to buy it under 60. 
but Shell is one that was raised by Goldman. Uh, they say after a bad month of February, uh, energy, they think energy is good going forward. That's their, their take on it. We'll have more energy names in a little bit, but let's go over the two that Bill wanted me to look at, our favorite grounds creeper, Bill Murray, Enphase. Enphase is solar, and we've slid. And it's ironic that Bill picked this one because it has a cross up here at 210.69 for us to get into uh, right today. I mean, you know, literally it was the, the earnings were a little soft. Um, their guidance was a little soft, but I think with all of the Biden, um, the, the infrastructure project and all of the, uh, renewable energy incentives, I think you're good on this one. Honest to God, I think you're good on this one. Um, it is super expensive. Be aware when you're buying into this one, the PE is 76. The forward PE is 28. It says not have a dividend. Year to date, it's down 20%. But if you bought this one year ago, you're up 43%. Uh, you're 40% below your 52-week high of 339. You're 63% above your 52-week low of 128. So you're kind of a little bit higher than 50%. You're in the top 25%. Um, if you were to break that down, but I, I'm sorry, top 40%. If you were to break that down, it's not a bad one. In my mind, again, I think Enphase is a good one. Do your research. February 27th, which was yesterday, Janney, neutral to buy with a $282 price target. That would be a really good move in this stock if you got to 282 I think that's possible. Um, when you look at the sales on this one, they're selling at around 326 There was a sale by the EVP uh, on February 21st. It's a million bucks. I mean, look at the the the... Essentially, most people who were selling this, they're selling it uh, big money around three hundred. They're not selling it around two hundred. This guy selling it for two hundred for a million bucks. Eh, he's putting a pool in his backyard for a million bucks. That's essentially what he's doing. So do a little bit of research. I like Enphase. I own it. Enphase in an ETF, uh, QCLN, uh, which is the the one that I have in our core portfolio which does not have a buy on it right now. It's kind of crossing up a little bit. You'll probably get it in the next couple of days. We're just getting out of a 12% gain on QCLN. It is just above. You had the golden cross here on February 15th. Again, I, I, if you want Enphase, that is below the 200-day. Um, I think you're looking at a rebound on Enphase. I think it's a good opportunity to get in there. You might have more of a slide, but in my mind, it's a good long-term bet. And it's on the solar energy, um, you know. So again, I, I think I, I think it's a good one. The next one Bill wants me to go over is Under Armour. Your boy here wears Under Armour. Uh, I have been a super Ar Under Armour fan. I go to the Under Armour outlets. I have the Under Armour app. Uh, I buy their clothes. I don't buy clothes often. Uh, in fact, the other day I was walking past Walmart. I liked um, the color of a shirt that was six dollars, so I wound up getting it. It's a T-shirt. Uh, you're just coming off a 13% gain with their earnings. It's sliding down. Uh, right now, I would not buy this one. I think you're probably looking at this gap at $7.18 and $7.05 getting filled. I think with the uh, uh, inflation still in the market, with the Fed wanting to kill the market, with the consumer needing to be knocked down. Let, let's, I mean, let's just get it straight. The consumer needs to be knocked out. There's too much employment. There's too much spending. There's too much money out there. That's what the Fed wants to do. They want to knock it down. 
Under Armour, I'd probably wait for this one because I don't think that this is a long-term buy. I haven't been a huge fan of Nike, of any of these these retail kind of um, direct-to-consumer names, and that's what these guys need to do. It's direct-to-consumer. It is a tough business. Honestly, I, I pass by Walmart, and I'm like, okay, Russell Athletics. Ah, the fabric feels nice. It's six bucks. I'll get it. Um, so I didn't go to the Under Armour outlet. I didn't look at the Under Armour uh, app. But this is a tough business, and you can see it's a, a slide. I mean, let's just go for a, a weekly. Um, if you look, go for a weekly, company's just not, not doing very well. I mean, it's been a constant slide here, and you're trading between $22 and $5. Uh, and they're constantly just going up and down. So while I would say use it, buy it, this is one that, you know, eh, I'd probably probably wait for a decent, uh, more decent entry where it, when it's under the 200 day. And if you fill this gap between seven, um, about seven oh three, seven dollars and seventeen twenty, say, I'd say if you get down to seven, seven dollars and twenty cents, I think you're good. Uh, so there's your 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 look at those two. Um, Fisker, we're going to talk about Tesla. But let's talk about Fisker. F-S-R is the symbol. They announced yesterday their earnings. Uh, they lost less than expected. They lost 54 cents per share. But their guidance was what kind of sent them soaring. And in the morning candle, you had a 10% period. Your low was 646. And your high was 723. Today, you're uh, in the afternoon, you went all the way up to $7.54. cents. Today, you're, uh, you're starting out trading almost a percent up at $7.46. They announced that they think they can deliver 46,000 cars this year. Uh, the stock went nuts. I think it was 46,000 cars. They, they announced that they had something like uh, 50. If you don't know, just go on Google Fisker. It's an electric, um, uh, what do they call them? The, the little trucks, mini trucks, uh, kind of like a Model Y. It's going to be a compete competition for the Model Y. It's a good-looking vehicle. And if you don't know William Fisker, I think his name's William Fisker. He's a, um, a legendary car designer out of Detroit. Uh, and he decided, I think he's out of Detroit. I, and I may be completely getting this wrong. I may be the, the Hollywood tour guide who drives the bus and just makes shit up at this point. But um, he's, a, he's a tour. He basically designed this, this uh, SUV, this little mini SUV. Um, and it's, I think it's called the ocean. Um, and it's, it's a phenomenal looking car. Um, I would be interested in this if not for the charging infrastructure of anything other than Tesla. I'm a Tesla owner, but this one comes as close as I can say to, to tempting me to get like a little mini SUV versus the Model Y. Um, they are, uh, not a manufacturer. And here's the main difference. Uh, these guys are pulling the Apple route, which is where they uh, uh, basically design this and then uh, subcontract out the manufacturing of the vehicle. So they're not capital intensive. The biggest issue with these guys is going to be making money. And they are not making money. And they, they think they can become profit, profitable next year which would be enormous, enormous. 
So uh, take a look at this one. Understand that this one's risky. It is still absolutely risky. FSR. Let's just look at some of the fundamentals. Um, they're not making money. They're price to sales, 32000 So for every sale, you're spending $32,000 so far because they haven't had sales. So let's be honest. It's up 1.79% just year to date. That's with yesterday's bounce. Uh, for one year, you're down 37%. You are right in the middle of your 52-week range. 52-week low, 559. 52-week high at $14. It will take a while to get back to that $14. Your most recent price uh, target is Barclays at $6. And today, Needham said, hey, hold on to this one. They're not saying buy it. It's super, super risky. If you want to go in and, and look at this, these guys, you know, Henry Fisker, uh, Henrique Fisker, that's his name, Henrique Fisker, not William Fisker, Henrique Fisker. Um, he just bought 33,000 shares at $250,000. I mean, at $7.42. You'd get in better uh, than he did just by waiting a couple of days. But I, I, again, I, he, he kind of puts his money where his mouth is. $250,000 is nothing to this guy. Um, but he, he's actually, uh, you know, he's headquartered in Manhattan Beach. And if you haven't been to Manhattan Beach, it's in a, a, just a phenomenal place. But what, what brought up Fisker was Rivian reports after the bell today. Rivian is the maker of the, uh, I don't know if it's the leading electric pickup truck or if uh, the Ford F1 Lightning is leading it. But Rivian is pretty um, substantial in the electric world. I sat in my first Rivian this weekend. It is a phenomenal truck. Uh, I will tell you, I was super, super impressed. It is super expensive. They have a deal. If you want to just go and look at the Amazon van that they have, it's all over YouTube. Just go and look at it. Um, but yeah, uh, look at this one. Uh, Rivian, they are going to need to announce some pretty good guidance on this. My understanding is they've been having some production troubles. They're not delivering as fast. Their service centers aren't going in as fast as they would like. Um, they are delivering Amazon vans. They started another production line instead of uh, building another production uh, facility. So they're still having problems kind of in the, the realm of, of Tesla uh, prior to the Model 3. For you thinking that this might be the next Tesla, I, I think you're completely wrong. They're not making money. These guys, it's not the, the situation that Tesla was in. The amount of money that they have floated out there in the market with a $17 billion market cap is way bigger than Tesla was. Tesla was, you know, again, it was kind of on the risk of going under, blah, 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 the whole thing. These guys have so much backing and so much money, they're not going under. Uh, and if they do, they'll just basically dilute you. Um, so... I don't, you know, again, it's up 0.11. I love the company. It's kind of like App Harvest. I love the company. The stock, eh. You're 72% you're below your 52-week high, which was 68, which was completely crazy. Um, your 52-week low of $15.28. You're 20% off that. I think you're probably closer to $16 than you are 20. I could be wrong. But I can't imagine, you know, again, these guys... What Tesla is doing is they're pushing the prices down. So they report after the bell. Watch it. You should see a pretty good bop, uh, pop on that one. Speaking of earnings, Oxy. Oxy announced their earnings yesterday. 
they missed. Uh, they're saying it's, it's costing them more, um, and the lower price of oil is hurting them. You haven't had the MACD cross-up. You probably will. You're up 0.2%. The pivot on this one, 60 bucks. Buy it under 60 bucks. Um, it was funny because as they announced, everybody on the CNBC desk basically looked and said, you know, you might see it down a little bit, but at this level, just buy it. You can be assured that Warren Buffett is buying more. Absolutely assured that at $58, Warren Buffett is buying more. Um, so I, I, I watched the earnings and I said to myself, oh, I got to buy more. Got to bring my average price target down. Uh, so, uh, but Oxy under 60, buy it over 60. You know, you can sell it anytime you want. Uh, KO, Corey brought up that it had the death cross. And I did want to bring this up. You did have the death cross as it got you out. It got you back in right at, right at that time, 59.93. I, I stick to my conviction. Under 60, buy it all day long. Over 60, you can sell it anytime you want. When you go to the daily, you're under the 200 day. Uh, there haven't been a lot of times that you spend under the 200 day in this name. You go all the way back. I mean, again, if you want to just look at a weekly, a long term of this one. Um, that, that $53 mark, uh, you're at 59. So you're 10%. If that's your, your complete move down, uh, and you go back down to 53, that was at our, uh, you know, the, the lows of the S and P. If you think we're going back down there, wait, if you don't think we're going back down there, 5982 is not a bad price to get in on this one. Um, pre COVID, this was a $59 stock. So you're just getting back to where you were pre-COVID. I think the world has, has, has opened up significantly um, to the point where I, I, think we, I think Coke is fine. Again, it, you're just back to where you were pre-COVID. It, it moved down 60 bucks. You know, do, you, do I think you're going to 80? Probably not. But you get a decent dividend. It's not like you're going to lose a ton of money in this. Uh, so while it did have the death cross there, I, I think it's good. I wanted to take a look at the energy sector. And let's start with XLE. Uh, so XLE on the algorithm, you are below the 200-day and you're seeing the cross-up. A bad month of February happened. Um, you essentially started the December uh, at 87.05. You kind of rode it up in January all the way to 92. And again, this is a sector spider. So it's the sector. You went from 87 to 92. You dropped all the way down to about 84. Um, and then you rode it up to 90. Then you dropped down to about 82. And now you're at 85. And, and the price of oil is just kind of staying there. This one's at 85. Uh, we've seen boil uh, make a move up. And boil still has confirmation. Uh, I think you're down today. Yeah, you're at 640. Uh, we're at 620 earlier, I think, in the, the, the session, but you're at 641. Uh, it's still above the nine day. You still have confirmation. You're just kind of moving the 50 day positive. You can see the volume trend in this, which is huge. It's rising. Uh, your RSI is at 54. So you're not completely oversold or overbought. You're just kind of in the middle. So 640, eh, not a bad price for this. Um, but I am seeing a big move up today in UCO and UCO is we talk about boil and KOLD for the last like you know probably year six months we haven't talked about UCO and SCO 
UCO and SEO are basically the boiling KOLD of, of oil. And it's the, the um, uh, Bloomberg crude oil. So UCO is up 4% today to 27. Uh, this one for the last year have, has kind of traded. And I go back to about, well, I'd say September. Um, between 25 and 32, I think you're seeing a low enough and a big enough move in this one that you could cover this gap all the way up to about maybe 29. Uh, I think the 200 day is going to be your uh, resistance level, which is at 29.50. So if you want to play this one, I don't think that it's a bad time to actually get into this. We don't have a cross up yet, but I wanted to point that out because again, XLE is moving up. If oil's moving up because we've been artificially held down by the emergency reserves, by China not opening as fast as we thought they were. Uh, but XLE is making the move up. And if you wanted to trade UCO, I think you could probably trade that one. Uh, UCO, the opposite is SCO. So if we look at SCO, I don't think it's got you in on either one. No. Uh, SCO does have you in at 25.69 and you're trading at 25 today. You're down 4%. So it's probably going to get you out. Um, that move is down. UCO is actually heading up. But there were uh, two that I w I've been looking at personally that I wanted to get into and I probably will get into today because we're seeing moves on these. Uh, PXD, 200. Under 200, I, I need to buy this one under 200. You're at 201.81 uh, right now in, in, in the market as the market has just opened up. PXD is one. And we had a cross-up on another pod favorite, Devon. Uh, and the cross-up is at 55.12. You're trading at 54.62. Uh, so Devin crossed up. You have your ex-dividend date coming up March 14th on this one. Uh, I think it's a good time to buy. So let's talk about Tesla. So Tesla has their product day tomorrow. And the question is, is this a good time to buy? Uh, in the algorithm, <clears throat> you're still in uh, from this 119. And I think I went over this when we talked about Kathy Woods. But I'm seeing there's a gap up here between 256 and 265. And a gap below at 154 to 146. You're right in the middle of this gap. Where you go, it's anybody's guess. What he says during product day, anybody's guess. If they roll out the Cybertruck, whoa. Uh, if you haven't seen some of the news reports, the Cybertruck looks freaking awesome. Uh, it's got air suspension in it. <clears throat> uh, it is significantly uh, different looking than any other pickup truck that, that is out there. Uh, I will not buy one off the production line like I did with my uh, Model 3. I will probably wait for year two or three of the production models before I actually pull the trigger on that one. Uh, I also want to see what uh, infrastructure is like for other vehicles because my friend just got uh, my neighbor down the street just got an all-electric BMW that looks freaking incredible. He's not a big fan of it. Uh, he says he likes the Tesla better, but uh, the, the screen on his is just unbelievable. Uh, autopilot, it, you know, I, I stay with Tesla for autopilot. Uh, what's Elon going to bring up tomorrow? Well, he's going to bring up probably Cybertruck. Um, there's a, pot, a rumor that there's a Model 2 out there, which is a $25,000 vehicle. Uh, Tesla just brought their prices down for these vehicles. I think they will continue to bring their prices down. What Kathy Woods brought up yesterday is 
Elon brought the prices down, but the margins remain the same. And what you're seeing in Tesla in particular is they're creating a vehicle that they can continue to bring the cost down for and pass those costs, uh, cost reductions onto the consumer while keeping their huge margins. Um, I think the margins for Ford and stuff like that are around eight or 9%. I think Tesla is up near 26%, somewhere in that neighborhood. So Tesla is doing it better for cheaper. If they get a bigger buy-in on their software package, again, they get better because the margins on the software packages is like, you know, I think it's like 95%, 96% that they realize on that. So your guess is as good as mine on this one. I've been wrong. I said this was going to 85 and then all of a sudden, you know, Elon Musk says, hey, we're going to reduce the price on these. They're going to um, uh, be uh, available for the uh, incentive from the government. So $7,500. Um, you know, I, I, my guess is that anything under 200 at this point, if you get it under 200 today, kudos. I, I, five years from now, I don't think you'll realize if it does go to fill this gap down here at 145 to 152, start adding to it. If, if your time frame is five years, don't, don't blow your entire nut on tomorrow's, uh, on tomorrow's product day. You know, if, if you're going to use this money to pay your rent in the next six months, don't blow your nut on it. Don't bet on that. You know, go on boil, go on UCO. I mean, they're triple levered. They're going to move a little bit more, uh, but that's my, my thoughts on that. So let's talk about some scans. We went over Devin. Devin had a cross up. Uh, I think it was 55, um, let's see, 55, 12, you're trading at 54, under 60, just buy it, it'll go up to 60 uh, as uh, oil starts moving up. We had a cross up on square or block, whatever you want to call it, 77.29 yesterday, we went over that one. Uh, a new one, Simon Property Group, which is in our core portfolio because of the dividend, provides a nice 5, 6% dividend. 122.51. They, they operate malls. Their ex-dividend date is coming up March 9th. So I, I, you're above your 200-day. I think even if you dip down to the 200-day at 116, I think the consumer's still pretty strong. I, you've put in this, this kind of platform here between 160 and 120. Uh, in pre-market, it's at 122.90. So you're up 0.32%. Uh, some favorites in the energy sector, Schlumberger. I hope I'm saying that one right. Uh, you have a buy-in here at 5440. Uh, your last buy at 5406, you wound up losing 1%. You could have sold it out for a gain. Uh, you're just coming off your 7%. You're just kind of touching the 200-day. If we go to a daily and we look at a daily, you're under, you're just over the 200-day. I mean, it's had a pretty good ride here. The 200-day is at 45. I can't imagine you're coming down to 45. These guys provide software to the energy sector. Uh, the same kind of competitor to them is Halliburton. They're a bit more of a um, uh, hardware provider. 37.27, you're bouncing off the 200-day. So you're providing support for the 200-day. You're seeing that button hook. Uh, your 50-day is coming down. The danger is, does the 50-day actually continue down and cross down and, and you wind up crossing down under this? They're expensive. I mean, both Halliburton and Schlumberger, Halliburton's PE is 21.50. The forward PE is 10, 10.12. You do have a 1% dividend. 
Um, Schlumberger, SLB, their PE is 22. So it's about the same 1.8% dividend. Um, you know, both of these are, are pretty, pretty high up there on a one-year chart. Uh, OIH, which is the Vanek Oil Services ETF. This one was an ascending triangle that you actually broke down, hit the 200-day right at about 299. And you have a buy-in here at 314. You're at 318 in pre-market. But OIH is one. Marathon Oil, MRO, has a cross up here, uh, 2583. You're trading under the 200-day. You got a gap up here to 26. The 200-day is at 28. If you get in here at about uh, 20, I'd say anything under 26, 2583 is the buy. If you get in here under 20, I'd say anything under 26, you probably ride it to the 200-day if we are moving up on the energy sector. MRO. That is a Leon Cooperman favorite, by the way. Uh, Zephin called this one. Uh, COP uh, had a cross-up. 10560. Uh, interesting one from yesterday. Kind of under the 200-day. Same as Ma Marathon Oil. Uh, you're kind of seeing it pop a little bit. Uh, it is up 1.2%. 107. 10560 was the... Uh, the buy-in. CVX, which is Chevron Corporation. I, I know I say, hey, around 160, uh, anything under 160 by this one, it got to 162. Um, you could have bought it for under 160, 159.15 on February 24th. Um, this one has a pretty good dividend. It's a little bit up there, but it's oil. I mean, again, it's energy. These guys are just going to print money for a while. Uh, one of our uh, levered ETFs, which tracks the VIX, SVIXI, which is the short VIX, which means that the VIX is actually going to go down. Uh, with the VIX going up, you use UVIXI. SVIXI just had a cross up. 63.69, you're coming off a 27% gain on the, this SVIXI. So 63.69, you're trading at 64.03 in pre-market. The VIX right now, just so you know, the VIX right now is at 21.14. It is up 1% today. So this one is up 0.47. Doesn't track it. SVIXI and UVIXI doesn't track it really great. Uh, one of our uh, sector spiders, XLB, which is the material sector, had a cross up. This goes well for energy as well. Energy is not necessarily in here, but the materials for energy. We talked about Cleveland Cliffs. Under 20 by Cleveland Cliffs, it's at 21 right now, $20.74. Um, but XLB, this is one of them that has Cleveland Cliffs in there. I think Cleveland Cliffs actually is a buy even here at 121. I think you could easily hit 23 or 24 as we move up. Uh, but the material sector is XLB that had a cross up at 8174. Uh, a personal favorite that I like to trade under 300 is. Uh, uh, Sedge, S-E-D-G, Solar Edge Technologies, had a cross up here at 313. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it, but this one has regularly gone significantly higher. Um, when we look at a weekly, I believe this is a winner. Um, you're talking about a stock that sometimes goes towards 400 and at 315. I mean, that, that just so you know, it doesn't look like a big range, but that's a big range. Um, you're talking about here at its highs at 389. Uh, 
Uh, let's look at some of the fundamentals. This one is super expensive as well, as long as it, with Enphase. The PE is 189, which is just freaking crazy. You are 16% off your 52 week high of 375. You are 64% above your 52 week low of 190. This one doesn't have a dividend, so you're, required, you're basically relying just on the growth. Year to date, it's up 10%. For one year, you're up 15%. I trade this one. Personally, I'd say under, under 200, but it did have that cross up. Uh, UPS had a cross up. I'm not a super fan of this one, but it is a Dow component. It is a, it is a, um, uh, a pretty good stock. I think it may go back to 200s. Uh, it's got some issues. You're past your earnings. You're past your ex-dividend date. There's no real catalyst for it, but it says 182.26, kind of right where you're trading. Uh, Delta Airlines, this one has had a pullback from the 40s. Uh, you're trading, it had a cross up here at 37.84. You're coming off a 16% gain in this one. Um, so you, you had this buy here at January 3rd, kind of ran up 37. I think it's got 40 in it. If, if you want to know the truth, if you want to play the bounce, the 50 day is moving down. So you do have some danger. If the economy is moving down on this one, these guys are just, I mean, the planes are full. Delta Airlines, my neighbors aren't even at home anymore because they're flying so much. Um, and they work for Delta. It's not like they're flying, paying for it. JP Morgan had a cross up, 142.89. My mind just a little too expensive. By Bank of America, by some other. This is running up against 52-week highs. Um, let's see, let's see. I, I believe it is 52-week highs. JP Morgan's 52 week high is 145. You're 2% off. Why would you buy it at a high? Uh, buy another financial that's a little bit, bit, little bit more beaten down. Amgen, A M G N, which is a uh, 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 NASDAQ 100, 234.49. It is under the nine day. I don't know that you necessarily want to buy this one. The last three, three trades have been losers. Uh, it's on the downward slide. You are under the 200-day. You had the death cross here on February 6th. I'd probably wait for it to cross above the nine-day just to wait for confirmation, but it did come up. Um, CL, which is Colgate Palmolive. I was doing some research into this one. They had a recall because there was a, um, some bacteria in uh, a, a, one of their cleaners. Uh, but this one's interesting because it's under the 200-day. And when you look at Finviz, uh, the PE is 34, so it's a little bit high. Uh, Citigroup initiated coverage was an $84 price target. You can look at any one of these recent kind of things. They're going down because of the, uh, the, the, the recall and things of that sort. I think it's an $80 stock. Um, again, you, you move up here towards 80. Uh, there's a gap here between 81 and 89. Um, you don't have too many gaps below it. You do have this back in October, we went down to 69 when, again, when the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Dow and everything, this was the S and P low in October. So I think you could probably buy in here at 73. It's at 7306. It's down 1% again. Uh, it's got bad news in the stock. Their earnings are, they just went through their earnings. That was on January 26th. Um, their ex dividend date has already passed. Uh, they're under their 200 day. Uh, when you look at a long term on this one, we'll go and look, we'll look at a weekly. This is just one of those stocks. It's kind of like a Coke. 
You can just buy it, but it's under 200 day and it doesn't spend a lot of time under the 200 day. This is a weekly going back to January 17th. Uh, now during COVID, uh, you went all the way down to 62, 58, 62. So that was during COVID. During these highs, we're at 86. Do you need to move that much? I mean, you know, again, 73. I'd probably wait till it got to 80. Add a little bit. This is one of those Coke things. If you brush your teeth with Colgate, by freaking Colgate. Um, one of the energy sectors, one that came up that I thought was interesting is PTEN. I did a little bit of research into this. Not a lot, but it's, it's, it's PE is not crazy. Uh, they do do, uh, they basically do oil and gas. Uh, they contract out for drilling. The PE is 19, which is a little bit high for the energy sector. Uh, it's got a 2.3% dividend. Uh, January 9th, um, benchmark company said hold. Citigroup uh, on January 17th downgraded it to a neutral with an $18 price target. And you're seeing a little bit of bounce up here. Uh, 13.85 is the buy. It's at 13.95 right now. You're kind of seeing that button hook. You did have the death cross of the 50-day going under the 200-day on February 16th. So this is kind of if you've listened for a while, this is kind of like REI. I might be hoping for this one to go up. Uh, personally, I'm putting my money into Devon and PXT because I'm a boomer, and I'm just I want to play it a little safe. So if you made it this far, um, if you're on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're a subscriber. I'm here every morning doing this kind of stuff. If you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Join our free Facebook group. The link tree is down below in any description. Um, you can just hit the Facebook logo that's under the picture. Uh, ask me to look at any stock that you want. I'll be on there. Again, if you want to see the new haircut, go over to YouTube. Just look at the, the, the YouTube video and you'll see your boy with a shaved head. Um, it's going to slowly color. So you'll be able to watch the oranging of my hair. I'm going to do it white again. Um, but every day it's kind of like, uh, it takes about a week <clears throat> to get it whitened up. Uh, Disney is almost under a hundred, by the way, just so you know, uh, Boeing is almost under 200. <laughs> um, bank of America is under 35. So I'm just looking at some of our core portfolio. Devin is under 55. Google is almost under 90. Goldman Sachs down about 2%. Meta is up 2% because they just mentioned AI. Merck is at 108. That's the weekly stock pick. Um, Occidental is above 60. So hopefully you got it under 60. Uh, let's see. Qualcomm at 123. We haven't had a cross up on that one. Roblox is a $40 stock at some point. It's trading at 36. Shopify, if it gets under 40, probably buying that one. Uh, Target, told you to buy Target. It's up 3%, 172, even with bad guidance. Um, Tesla's down at 206, I think, if it gets under 200. Taiwan Semiconductor, I like $85 for that one. Uber, anything under $30 for that one. United Health is down. Uh, that's down under 480. Your boy here holds it at 485. I just buy and hold. Walmart, kind of even at 141. I think anything under 140 is probably a buy. But the Waltons have sold like, what, $750 million worth of it within the last month. So wait for that one to kind of shake out a little bit. Uh, and Exxon at 110. So uh, let me know if you have any questions. Um, oh, and rate me. 
R-A-T-E, rate me. <laughs> um, hit the five stars. I haven't seen a lot of ratings. Uh, thank you to everyone who signed up for Visible. Uh, I got a ton of signups for Visible. $30 a month. They are a sponsor of the podcast. There's a link down below for your uh, cell phone service. It's the same thing as Verizon coverage that you're probably paying 70, 80, 90 bucks a month for. Um, if you're single, if you're on a phone plan, maybe the, the rate's a little bit more reasonable. But down below, there's a link. You can just sign up. You get, I think it's 20, I get 20 bucks. You get 20 bucks off your first month. I think that's what it is. But I pay, you know, 30 bucks a month is what I pay. Um, so uh, thank you to everyone who signed up for Visible. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Thanks, guys. See ya.